Welcome to For the Health of It. I'm your host, Corian K. Pad Padgett. In this episode, we're going to pay homage to the military of the United States of America. Uh, today, we have with us Solomon and we have Jessica Clayton. Both are servicemen and women that uh, served our military and served our country. Uh, if you would, please, starting with you, Jessica, uh, introduce yourself, the branch you served in, your rank, and your years of service. I uh, started out in Jessica Clayton, sorry, start with that. And I started out in the Marine Corps from 2000 to 2004. I was active duty. Um, I left a corporal, enlisted, and then I went into the Army National Guard from 2014 to last year, actually, as a officer. I was a um, first lieutenant. Oh, good deal. Good deal. All right, uh, Solomon. Uh, my name is Solomon Williams. Uh, I've been in for six years now. I'm in the U.S. Air Force. I'm an E-4, so I'm a senior airman. I'm currently stationed in Montgomery, Alabama. I go to Maxwell um, Gunner Air Force Base, and I'm um, glad to be on here. Good deal, good deal. So uh, I asked a couple people that I, uh, that I work with or that I had experiences with from college or any other prior military experience. Uh, a couple of questions that I should ask you guys. And one of the questions that my friend Deshaun asked was, given that certain PXs or BXs, given the branch and the uh, base that you're on, the GNC doesn't carry all the supplements. How do you go about getting the supplements that you may need? Um, off base. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So basically, like, um, I never been to the South before. So I was in Korea before I came over here. So once I got here, I was like, all right, let me search some supplement shops in the area. Obviously, you saw your local um, supplement stores like GNC, Vitamin Shop. Those were like the first two or um, few stores that came up. So then I found this other store and I was like, all right, cool. Well, this one sells more than just the stuff you see on shelves at stores. So I started going to there and yeah. Okay, good deal. Yeah. Uh, I, I failed to mention that uh, Solomon is a bodybuilder and then Jessica also is a, uh, she's kind of pro, well, both of you are pros, I believe. Uh, Sol Solomon, correct me if, uh, if I go, if I misstep on that. But no, you're right. Yeah. Uh, okay, good. Jessica yeah. on uh, American Ninja Warrior and then she also, uh, was one of the testers or uh, producers, I guess, for the Titan Games. Tester, obstacle tester. Good deal, good deal. So Jessica, let's talk about your experience on American Ninja Warrior and what actually got you into uh, those types, that type of uh, competing. Uh, actually, my mom was watching it one year and she's like, this is like something you would do. You've been climbing on couches since you were little. And I watched it. I'm like, yeah, this looks pretty fun. I could probably do that. You know, I said that for about <laughs> two years, probably. Okay. Where my friends finally like, you should just apply. And um, I was actually in Augusta for school, for a military school. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have my kids with me. So I'm like, okay, well, if I'm going to try it, I might as well, you know, train now when I kind of have some time. Um, and I just started going to like, uh, I went to an adult gymnastic class and they had a, um, uh, what is it called? 
the little bounce house places. Like Not about oh, the yeah, Trampoline yeah. Park. And they had some little stuff in there. Um, and then I went to a rock climbing gym and just kind of started trying to do stuff. Um, and then I found the gym in Atlanta. So I was, I was about two hours away. So I would come on the weekend to Atlanta and train at the ninja gym there and just started meeting all the people and doing local competitions. And then from there, they're like, yeah, you know, you should just compete this year. And I was going to give it a whole nother year before I competed. But then meeting everybody, you know, everybody said, yeah, yeah, you should just try, just try, just try. So then once you get in it, you kind of hooked. Okay. So, so you just reach out to like NBC and, and see what the tryout process is or what? So you just go online. They post it online. Anybody can go in there. You do application. Um, portion of it is a you know paper application. Fill out questions about yourself, um, and then you have to submit a video. Okay. And then if you get a call back, you get a call back. Um, they did do um, when I started. They were still doing where you could do kind of like a walk on. Right. So if you didn't get a call back at a certain time, they would have times announced where you can just kind of do a walk on process where. You kind of show up and it's kind of a luck thing if they have a few extra spots they take so many people um this last year they changed it and did like a lottery where everybody shows up kind of names in a hat pull however many spots they had so okay so uh i've been waiting on another season any idea you can give us any word on the next season coming up man i don't know with all the craziness going on right now yeah they, right um, they had to, we had already been called for the season and then all this happened and they were postponed 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 and then they were like we don't know guys gotcha so. gotcha gotcha so is that is that pre-taped or how does that work yes yes so normally we like film depending because it's different cities mm -hmm. so they'll go do the qualifiers and city qualifiers in each different place and then they do the finals in vegas so right after we finish taping the finals is when they normally start airing all the other um cities Gotcha. Makes sense. Makes sense. So Solomon, what got you into uh what got you into bodybuilding? <laughs> uh so I I never really would have thought I would have been like where I'm at now. Mm -hmm. Um but I would say after I joined the military and I got deployed for the first time, um out there it's like super boring. So you're just constantly just out there working, working, going to sleep, waking up, eating. And it's the same cycle over and over again. So basically, um, started lifting. And then when I lift, or my style of lifting is more like body sculpting um, because you follow a bro split. So basically, it's like every body part has its own uh, day, kind of, sort of. That's how I train. Right. And then um, people, they just kept throwing out the idea. They were like, hey, man, like, you're looking decent. Like, you should, you should try it out. Like, compete, compete. And I came home, um, and then on my second deployment, that's when I took it more serious. And then that's when I was like, all right, let me try this out just to see how it goes. And um, that was my first show. And then from there, I did so well. I got my pro card in that league. And then, um, yeah, just kept kept it going from there. Okay, good deal. Uh, quick question for either one of you, both of you. Uh, either one of you ever have an issue with your PT test? Yeah. Well, because of what we do, you mean, or just in general? Just in general. I think at the beginning, like, not an issue so much. To, I've never failed a PT test. Right. But, you know, mm -hmm. it was tough. I don't like running. I hate running. Yeah, I'm the same way. Like, when it comes <laughs> to running, it's trash. Yes, it's the hardest yeah. thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Find a way to get through it and, you know. 
That is what it is. Got mm-hmm. it. Well, what's yeah, the wild times looking like? You can go first because I'm not embarrassed myself. (laughs) Nah, that would probably fail. Um, I mean, I've gotten my best time, um, and we do in for two miles, I think. Oh, I forgot y'all have two pumps. Yeah, and well, in the Marines, you do well, in the Marines, you do three, Mm -hmm. in Army, we do two, and I think my best time was probably like. 16 12 maybe a little less than that and then i average probably about 16 30 ish but that's like working at it all the time and you know knowing especially that's more so when i became an officer not so much when i was enlisted because i had to set an example right you know i can't go and motivate anybody else and tell anybody else what they should be doing if i can't do the same thing Uh, yeah. What's your mile time? What's your best mile time? Oh, okay. So my best mile time is like in the Air Force, we only have to run a mile and a half. Right. So I ran my best time in 1030, 10 minutes, 30 seconds. Um, but then as I've been in longer and longer, I feel like my time's gotten slower or uh, <laughs> longer and longer on that track. So now it's like probably around 12 <laughs> 12 okay. minutes for a mile and a half, which is horrible, honestly. <laughs> but I, if you break 90, you right. don't have to test for a whole year. So that's just what I aim for. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Yeah. So uh, I think this one might be a little more for you, Solomon. Uh, does the military conditioning throw off your gains? Not really. Um, when it comes to, like, my occupation, I do uh, computer networking. So on a day-to-day basis, I'm sitting down at a desk working on something. So when it comes to PT, they're kind of more relaxed when it comes to the people I work around, Mm -hmm. um, just because they know that we're not physically um, active on a day-to-day basis. A lot of people in my career field are like gamers. So they'll like go to work, they'll come home, they'll do whatever they do on the on the PC or console like and um them. yeah exactly <laughs> exactly so it it doesn't really throw it off too much if anything it makes it better just because i know we're going to involve some kind of running with our RPT and um it's been keeping our our, our scores down in the squadron so it's it's pretty useful but i don't think it's hurting my gains whatsoever okay if anything i think it's making it better good deal good deal uh so another one for you solomon when when was the mm-hmm. first time or you mentioned that you uh when when you started uh, competing when yeah. was the last time you competed uh last time was october 2019 Okay, so last just last year. Okay. Yeah, Were you that was in any shows this year before uh before the pandemic. I was. Honestly, I was, but um crazy thing is one of my friends was like, Hey, why don't you like take this year off to kind of like build up size and build up some strength? Because it's the constant cycle of all right, you're prepping all the way up to the show and then or prepping all the way up until you start cutting. And then you cut, so you lose all this weight, you lose all this body fat, and it's the same cycle over and over and over again. Gotcha. So it's just, yeah, um, my friend 
Alana, she was just like, yeah, why don't you just take the year off? So then COVID happened. And then I was like, yo, this is kind of perfect. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't look as good this year because I feel like a jelly roll, but still. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so what place did you come in uh, last year? So last year I came, ooh, I came in like 10th. Okay. But this is a pro debut. Or this was like the 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 show, like the right. championship show. So okay. yeah, and, they and were telling me they were like, "Hey man, you kind of want might want to move up to a different um category." Gotcha. So what category did you compete in? I was doing men's physique. Okay. Yeah, so it's a different kind of look than um because you want to have muscle in this category, but right. you don't want to have too much muscle. So they were just like, hey, you, you might want to go up a little bit just because it's, it's not it, – it's looking like you're ready for the next category. Right. So is, is physique the one with where they wear the board shorts? Yes. Got yeah, you. that's it. Gotcha, mm-hmm. gotcha. Okay. All right. Jessica, how do you feel that the military has uh, prepped you for your, your pro career as a ninja warrior? Um, definitely the conditioning and, you know, sometimes, especially, again, running, stuff you don't want to do and, you know, knowing the end goal for it. Um, and probably the discipline, just, you know, kind of sticking to something, figuring out, okay, this is where I'm going with this. Here's the plan to get to it. Okay, good deal. And wh- what was the furthest you ever made it on American Ninja Warrior? Um, last year, I made it to the final. So you do a city qualifier, um, which is one night. The next night, you do the city finals. And then after that, you go to Vegas for the final finals. So I made it to the, the first stage in finals. I fell in the second oh, off. That's cool. But that's, that's still cool, man. That is still yeah. cool. Uh, did you – I looked at your Instagram a little bit, Jessica. Uh, you, you live out in Texas, correct? Uh, no, I'm from Texas. I actually live in Atlanta, Georgia now. Got you, got you, got you. So you, you, that's that's like your home gym that you uh, train at? In Atlanta? Yes, ma'am. Yep. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right. So uh, let's let's get a little current here. What uh what? How have you been feeling fulfilling your needs or your lifting uh, during the pandemic? And that goes to both of you. Uh, so when we first went into lockdown over in uh, Alabama, I was fortunate enough to have the ability to lift at a gym, even though everywhere was pronounced to be uh, shut down for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the initial stage of it, I wasn't able to lift for a week or so. And then I just ended up talking to one of the owners over here. And I was like, hey, man, like, killing me it's like I need something to do and then um I was fortunate enough to lift even while the pandemic was going on okay just um just a little stuff in the so I'm in a basement right now I can't see because it looks like I'm in a <laughs> um but we have some stall bars here and just you know basic workout equipment and doing little challenges a lot of the ninjas will challenge each other and you know shoot at each other just do little stuff um, I like to dance, so just dancing and we'll go outside and do some stuff. Um, my friend made this hammer. It's kind of, it's called a BAMF hammer, B-A-M-F. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, um, kind of combines kettlebells with, you know, if you ever hit a hammer with, or hit a rubber tire with a hammer, kind of yeah. the same idea. 
so he put me through some training stuff too that's actually what i've been doing lately it's really hard um and just kind of just keeping busy um i haven't been to the gym yet i'm actually going tomorrow for the first time and since probably february so okay good deal good deal uh what made you join the service first time <laughs> yes <laughs> um the first time i was about to graduate high school um and i didn't i didn't know what i was gonna do honestly like i had didn't have plans for college i hadn't thought about it and i went and had a meeting with my counselor and i was like you know yeah so here are the things i like to do you know what do i do how do i do this she's like oh you don't have a college picked out it's too late for you now like you're supposed to already have this all picked out like, well i thought that's what this meeting was for you know what you know <laughs> what is this about? oh well it's too late for you and that's pretty much what she told me so i'm like oh well there goes that plan um and somebody i don't know how I'm, i must put my name in something and this guy he was a recruiter's assistant actually came and talked to me just about the um the marines and you know if you don't know what you're gonna do, you still maybe want to go to college. This is a way to you know get money, and then you go to college later. It made it sound you know real nice. Right. Like, yeah, I guess I don't have nothing else to do. Whatever. Um, so just kind of like, well, let's see what happens with this thing. Um, and then the second time I, I got out, and then um, I wasn't really doing much. Just kind of you know just working, but nothing really. No, no career, nothing I wanted to do. You know, I had the three kids. We kind of had to start over. Um, I went back to live with my mom and I'm just like, what the heck am I going to do? You know, and I've been telling them this whole time, you can do whatever you want. You can accomplish your goals, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I'm telling them all this stuff and I'm listening to myself like, okay, so I have to, you know, show them this too. So, you know, what, what the heck do I do? And the military just popped in mind for, okay, this is at least a place that will train me for a career. Let me find something I actually enjoy this time, not just go in, right. you know, something I've done before I'm familiar. And, you know, then I thought, well, I might as well go and try to be an officer, at least, you know, aim a little bit higher and try to, you know, do something a little bit different. So. Okay. Right, that's really good. We got some, I got some questions off of that. I'm going to come back to you. Mm -hmm. Solo. Uh, so <laughs> for me, it was just like, I joined, after I joined high, after I graduated high school, it was in that weird phase of like, hey, what do I want to do after school? Um, my dad, he was prior service as well. So he was in the Air Force. And I just took a year. And then basically, um, from 2012, from when I graduated, that's, I took a year off. And then I joined in 2013. And that's when I got sent off to basic. So basically why I joined was mostly a big influence was my dad. Um, I was able to see the way that me and my brother grew up, me and my brother, my dad and my mom. Um, we were able to move around pretty well. And um, it was just a well-functioning family. So I was like, I want that for myself. Okay. And then all the other benefits behind being in the military seemed like amazing at the time. College would have been cool, but I feel like I would have probably got into trouble or I would have done something I shouldn't have been doing in college just because I know myself and I would have been all over the place if I did go. But um, yeah, that that's mostly it. Just It just seemed like a good lifestyle to live. Gotcha, gotcha. So uh, I noticed that both of you kind of had, uh, kind of, you know, kind of went with the military just off a of default and didn't have any other plans. But I want to go back to your high school careers. Uh, were either of you athletes while in high school? 
I was. Okay. Yeah. I was, uh, my parents had me in jujitsu ever since fifth grade. And then once you get, once I got into college, I took up soccer and I did wrestling, but I wasn't that good at wrestling. So (laughs) yeah, that didn't turn out too well. Okay. Jessica? Um, I played tennis in junior high because my, our school just got a tennis team. Our Spanish teacher was a tennis teacher or tennis coach. And she's like, I need people on the team. And we just tried it. Um, I played that for a couple of years. Wasn't that good, you know, but um, that was the only sport I actually played in school. So other than just being active, you know, in my life, that was the only sport really. Oh, wow. That's, that's pretty dope. That is pretty dope. So, uh, Jessica, I got a couple of questions for you. Uh, what advice would you give for somebody that's trying to enlist in the military, uh, more specifically trying to commission as an officer? Definitely do your research before going in and not like, don't take, definitely don't take the recruiter's word for it. I'm sorry to say, but all recruiters are not very honest. Um, do the research on all the branches, figure out you know what you want because every branch can offer something a little bit more unique do your research on the jobs. If you can find somebody that actually does that job in the military, talk to them about it because it, sometimes yeah. something sounds like something and you get in and it's like, oh, that's not quite you know, what you're thinking. It's not as easy to move around as some people might tell you it is. Sometimes it is, but it just depends. Um, so I would just say, do your research as, you know, as best as possible. Talk to people that are in if you, you, know, if you have access to it. Um, it's probably best advice. Okay, uh, Solomon? Yeah, I all that sounds pretty much like sounds like what I would say. Um, especially do your uh, research and figure out like if it's something that you could see yourself doing for years. Just because a lot of people they they see a job or they hear a job and they're like, oh, that sounds cool, but then it they don't end up enjoying it once they actually get into doing the job. So I would definitely recommend doing your research um read watch youtube use youtube youtube has like endless endless information so just use it to your advantage okay cool 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 for answer like when even when you get in um you'll you'll try to get an answer and you could ask five different people the same (laughs) question five different answers so like pretty much ask till you get the answer you want Mm -hmm. you have to like you have to kind of will will things and not be afraid to speak up exactly okay all right good i like that i like that uh how do you mentally prepare for an uncomfortable situation uh as far as pt or anything else uh in life and i I throw that up to uh jessica and then solomon um as far as pt i guess it kind of depends like i've always been active I've never had issues really with PT tests, but I still get nervous every single time. Don't know why. Um, And I just have to remind myself, okay, I'm not going to fail. You know, it sucks. And I'm just going to keep going through it. We go through this every time and just kind of pep talk myself, I guess. Yes, ma'am. So having, if you have somebody that has issues with PT tests, that's a different conversation, I guess. And honestly, I don't know. I've tried to talk to people about it, but I haven't had the issue myself. So I don't know the best advice for that. Okay. Uh, but mentally preparing for things in life, I think, that, I mean, it depends on what you're trying to prepare for, but one thing that I found that kind of helps with everything is just remembering if you haven't been through it, like looking at examples of people that have been through it and realizing that you will get through it, you know, if it's something difficult, 
you, you know, there's another day, it's going to pass. It's, you know, everything is always moving. So even if it sucks at the time, it's going to end. And if you're doing it, you know, run on a PT test and you're dying, I hate it. I don't, you know, I don't want to, I want to stop. You just keep going. It's going to end at some point. Exactly. You're going to get to the line at some point. You just kind of got to just keep pushing through it. Um, and the same thing I tell my kids when, you know, school or whatever else they're, you know, dreading, you know, tomorrow comes and then it's over. So nothing lasts. Okay, I like that. Good answer. Good answer. Uh, solo? Yep. No, I agree with that. And I'm, when people try to get into fitness, I usually tell them, hey, basically, something that really works for me is if I know I have to get ready for a PT test or I got to go to the gym or start something new up. For me, I like buying new shoes. I'm a sneakerhead. So if I buy like some new running shoes, that's going to motivate me to actually get on the treadmill to start running. I'm not saying you have to buy out like a $200 pair of shoes, but it's always just nice knowing that, <laughs> all right, I bought these shoes for a reason. So I'm going to go ahead and use them. Um, when it comes to like handling certain situations, um, I, I, I learned how to think before I, I, I speak. Right. So basically, um, I just try to thoroughly think through everything before I just react because certain things come out your mouth. And I mean, you, a lot of people don't think about what they say. And sometimes um, you just got to do it, especially when it comes to the military. Right, right, right. OK. Uh, what what would you say, Solomon, is your greatest accomplishment so far in your life? Mm in my life or throughout the military Ooh. Oh. Uh. <laughs> if, if the greatest accomplishment in your in the military is your greatest accomplishment in your life you can uh if it if the answer fits both it fits both and i'm gonna have to think about this that's kind of hard um i don't I would say I have a few, and I don't know how I would put one above the other. Mm -hmm. You can name all of them. Um, one being graduating OCS. That was really hard. Like, not just the physical part of it, mainly going back. Like, you know, I went to the Marines straight out of high school. I was, you know, I was a kid, finished, blah, blah, blah. And then going back into the army after, you know, having all three kids, after, you know, being an adult for a while, after having already gone through military, going back through the games again, they play and, you know, training, you know, that was the hardest thing mentally. It's just like, you know, I'm an adult. I'm not, why am I taking this crap? Um, I wanted to quit a lot, honestly, and just getting through that and then being able to look back and like, wow, you know, that was, that was, you know, I've never, like you said, I never saw myself doing something like that and, being able to, you know, graduate from it and do well, that was pretty big. Um, definitely getting on American Ninja Warrior, because again, a lot of people think I have a lot of self-confidence, it's getting there. I'm a lot better than I used to be, but I didn't start out with it. So stuff like that, I always look like, oh, that's a nice dream, that's cool, that's, that seems fun, but never anything that I really thought that I could attain, so. Um, definitely getting on the show the first time and just kind of getting into this. And even now, like, I'm like, wow, did I really do that? Did that really happened. Mm -hmm. So that, that for sure. And then, you know, of course my kiddos, like my oldest son just graduated this year. Oh, nice. So I'm still trying to like 
how, how did that happen amongst my crazy life? You know, how did, how did this, you know, this happen? My kids, very good kids. I mean, I don't say that to brag, but I look around and they're hard sometimes and it's hard, you know, having them, but it could be so much worse. You know, thankfully none of them have any serious, you know, health issues or anything like that that would make it a lot harder. And none of them have any serious behavior issues. You know, the common stuff, two little ones, but you know, nothing, nothing that, you know, it could be a lot worse. So I think having, not that I even can attribute myself to them being so great, but they're good kids and just, you know, they're still, they're still alive at this point. So well, I mean, uh, <laughs> not to get uh, all biblical, but you know, Proverbs 22, six says train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he shall not depart from you. And the child being yours, uh, you had a part to do with that. So not doing so bad. Yeah. Uh, before, before you answer the question, Solomon, I want to ask you, uh, Jessica, uh, how did it first feel joining the military you, you, and then also rejoining, having to answer to the authority figures? You said it was a little mind games right there. Can you go into that a little bit? Oh, yeah. Um, so the first time, I always thought that I was like, I was always the goody two-shoe in school and, and with my family and, you know, always the one not doing anything wrong. I didn't know I had an issue with authority okay. until I got in the military. So the first time, um, first time it was just, I didn't know what else to do. So it wasn't that hard at first it was just kind of like well you know what else am I supposed to do in my life you know let's just try this go in and it was it's, it's different right you know growing up with black parents you're used to being yelled at or you know some crazy no. stuff right so it wasn't as difficult as some girls you know they were tripping just about you know the drill instructor screaming at you but I already knew that was going to be part of the game so it's hard but not you know not as hard as it could have been if I wasn't prepared for that um First time, and then again, I was a kid. I was right out of high school. It was just kind of like whatever. Um, the second time was much harder because, again, I had three kids at this point. I'm an adult. I went through this before. I have time for your games. I know this is a game. This is dumb. You know, why am I doing this? <laughs> all of that was what, you know, I was battling all of that, trying to get through that. And, like, you know, maybe why did I do this to myself? This is dumb. Like, who does this? And that, I think, the second time was definitely much harder. Um, if I didn't have some good people with me going through it and helping me out, then I, yeah, I would have just been like, I quit. It doesn't even matter. I don't even care. Okay. All right. And uh, Solomon, uh, what is your greatest accomplishment? Uh, all right, cool. <laughs> so not, not, I'd say not to sound corny or anything, but I, I would say joining the military. Like it definitely after high school, it definitely molded you and molded me into the person I am today. Um, I ha wouldn't have gone to the places that I've been to so far if I haven't have joined. Like a lot of my friends, they're like, man, your lifestyle seems so cool and everything like that. But like, I mean, hard work pays off. Like if you take care of yourself then you can live a good life for the most part. Like um, I had a good time in Korea, been to Kuwait twice. And then from there, like if you network with the right people, from there, it could set you up for success. Like, example right here is right. just hopping on the podcast with you. Like, I worked with your brother, and we stayed on good terms, but, and we became friends, and I would have never been here if I wouldn't have joined at all, and I don't, 
regret any of it. I, it's been a great lifestyle so far. Good deal. Good deal. I like that. I like that. Uh, so we, the next question I had was uh, most challenging event or exercise. Uh, going off your prior answers, I, I would guess to say running for both of you. Yeah. <laughs> running. running. Yeah. I'd say it's running. Like I would love to do a, a marathon or a Tough Mudder. I think a Tough Mudder would be pretty cool. But it went, when it comes down to the fact of running, I'm like, ugh, man. I did a savage race, and I was like, I'm all down for all the obstacles. But yeah. water bath mm -hmm. and running. <laughs> yeah, once I get, yeah, if I get my socks wet, I don't feel like doing it no more. Socks, I, I, yeah. <laughs> you have to go under a wall. Yeah, I'm like, yo. <laughs> Good deal, good deal. Uh, so, Jessica, what is the hardest event for uh, you in American Ninja Warrior? Um, I would say, I don't know if it's a particular event because, you know, the obstacles change a lot. Right. Each individual obstacle by itself is fun and it's fine. And most of the time you can do it. Um, the, the the hardest part is like once it gets to the back end right this is the fifth fourth obstacle in your endurance you're tired you're pumped out um and trying to, and then that's when they put all the you know little ledges and you know crazy cliffhanger mm -hmm. type things. i would say that's my hardest because i'm not that great at cliffhangers in the first place gotcha uh, definitely putting it on the back end of a course is you know it's a killer okay all right uh so one of our one of our trademark questions here on for the health of it is we always want to know what motivates you or or as like as i like to talk what is your why so uh what gets you going uh solomon to be a bodybuilder or be in the air force and jessica what 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 motivates you what is your why as far as uh what you do with american ninja warrior titan games and being a mom uh solomon you can go first okay so for me why I I'm into bodybuilding I feel like if God gives you a gift then you you should use it use it to your advantage so if I had a whole bunch of people saying why don't you compete why don't you compete so why not try it so I I was just like you know what let me try it let me see what comes out of it and um it's been great um also I just like motivating people like I think fitness and Staying healthy is very important from a, on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, so I, I just would like to reach out and motivate as many people as possible in the best way possible. Good deal. Jessica? Um, I would say I have three whys. One being my kiddos. Um, everything, like, everything before them, I was just kind of doing. I didn't really have a plan for my life. Um, and I didn't even really know it until, you know, I started actually like paying attention and like, wow, wait, I got to figure some stuff out. This is, you know, what am I doing? So them definitely, because the more I talk to them and tell them the things that they can do, the same stuff we heard growing up, right? It just sounds like stuff at first until it really clicks. And it didn't click until I had them and started telling them. And I'm listening to myself like, whoa, wait, what am I doing? I can't tell, just tell them this stuff. This stuff has to mean something. Right. So definitely trying to stay on top of my game so that they can see so they can have a better life than I had. Um, and then 
myself, which a lot of people that it took me a long time to get there to be able to do stuff for myself and think it's okay to do stuff for myself. But I enjoy a lot of what I do now. Um, a lot of people can't say that. I don't ever want to have a life that I don't enjoy things. You know, there's going to be stuff, but I love, you know, obstacle course stuff. And, you know, I, lo I even like my job. I work for MindBody, a software. I love what I do. I like to help people. I like to do, the, you know, I just like it. Simply, I just like it. Okay. And then third, um, for people, because like, like Solomon said, I like to help people. So even, you know, there's been a couple times I was even going to quit Ninja Warrior. I mean, I was just tired. There's too much going on. You know, I got things I got to figure out. I don't have time to do that. But when you start talking to people, even just one person, you know, telling me, you know what, you're an inspiration, you're, you know, you make me feel like I can do better, blah, blah, blah. Then I don't really feel obligated, but I almost feel selfish if I don't, yeah. because if I'm, you know, everybody has somebody to look up to. Mm -hmm. And if everybody quit, then nobody would have anybody. So I'm not even saying I'm a big inspiration to a lot of people, but even if it's two people and that keeps them going, they're going to inspire somebody else. And it's just going to keep, you know, keep going as a chain so i feel very strongly obligated as far as doing ninja and anything that you know i have a little bit of visibility especially to you know especially with what's going on right now right other women and definitely other black women because this yeah. is not a thing there's not a lot of us in this sport more so now coming up but you don't see a lot of us right, right. so it's, it's good to inspire that and then going and talking to people you know and, and people telling me that you know and being excited about it you know so yeah, I definitely, I definitely hear what you're saying. Uh, I mean, I, Solomon mentioned earlier the connection I had to him was uh, my brother being in the military, and they're both being in the Air Force. Uh, and then Jessica, I, I was a fan of American Ninja Warrior. My wife more so than me, but you know, as I'm looking to people for people to interview, I I do it without saying it, but I, I go for people that look like me. I go for you know blacks. And then once I saw you, and I looked at your video. I was like, <laughs> Man, I, I want to hit her up. And then, you know, yeah. we had that conversation in the DM where, you know, you you hit me back and was like, yeah, I'll be down to do it. You said you were nervous to get back at me. But I, just so you know, I was nervous reaching out to you. <laughs> so I, I was like, man, you know, it's been plenty of people I've reached out to that haven't hit me back. And maybe they're just too busy, you know. Maybe maybe my email went to spam or whatever. But definitely, you definitely got to keep pushing. I, I really appreciate those words of encouragement, Jessica. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for reaching out. I appreciate that too. That means a lot. Yeah, and then even though you might not think of it, like seeing that whole Ninja Warrior thing inspires me too, just because it's like, you guys are full out athletes. Like anybody that does bodybuilding, I don't really necessarily call it to consider them athletes because we're just picking up stuff and dropping stuff and <laughs> eating correctly. But you guys are out. Huh? Y'all are athletes too. Yeah, but like train <laughs> harder than I do, probably. That okay, <laughs> okay, okay. I'll I'll take it. But like when you think of an athlete, you think of like a CrossFitter or someone that that incorporates uses all parts of their body, even though we do as well. But yeah, you guys are definitely motivation to me. Thank you. Good deal. Good deal, uh, mm -hmm. Jessica. Uh, how is it being a tester for the Titan Games and, and speak on the interview process or however you got that position? Oh, man, that was the hardest thing I think I've ever done. Um, I got it because one of the um, one of the guys that runs kind of the, the obstacles uh, or the, the group that runs the obstacles for American Ninja Warrior is the same ones that would run in the obstacles for Titan Games. So okay. um, just he knew me. 
um, and we kind of network and um, just ask me to come in. People, they try to, you know, stick with people they know that, you know, they know can do some stuff. Right. But when they call, again, I'll, my first instinct is always like, mm, not, not me. They're like tight games. That's a whole different thing, right? Right. That's not obstacles. This is, you know, these are like Solomon. I need you to go on there because that's a whole different, <laughs> that's a whole different thing. I'm like, I'm not. And that not. application sheet. <laughs> I'll be let there. You, let you know. I'm put a word in for you because um, that was that was tough. Um, but it was fun. You know, it was it was it was a few other ninjas there testing. Um. And it was a different experience. And even every time you do something different, you know, it pushes you more. That made me more hyped for Ninja. Yeah. Because, you know, just, you know, not thinking, going in there like, I'm about to die, guys. And I don't know why you invited me here. This is dumb. I'm a ninja. I don't push stuff. nothing. You know, this is not right. But then going in there and, you know, be doing pretty well on some stuff. And some stuff was hard, but it made me push and still just try, you know. And it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Okay, good deal. Uh a couple more things before I get you all out of here. Uh, a stereotype about your branch of the military that you always hear. <laughs> um, they call, oh, go ahead. They call us the chair force. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, man, you guys are soft. You guys you guys are, are spoiled. Oh. Yeah, 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 we are. But, I mean, dude, that's nice. <laughs> 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 Jessica, um, Marine Corps jarheads, of course. You know, yeah, grunts, the uh, not very smart, you know. Okay. Which you know, there's a few. But, <laughs> um, and then army, army is more just like they let anybody in the army. It's kind of yeah. like not really that special. Okay. Hey, I I, I feel it. I feel it. Uh. Before before I say my goodbyes, uh, I definitely want to give a shout out. Uh, you guys see, there's a guy sitting on uh, Josh Woods. You got to shout him out. Uh, he just got hired on to be a ta uh, tactical strength conditioning specialist with the oh, military. So uh, big ups to him. I uh, hope he enjoyed this experience. And uh, Woods, we wish you the best uh, moving on in your career. So major shout out yeah. to you. Uh, I appreciate that, man. Uh, listening to you all, y'all story was amazing. Uh, happy to be on the listen. Y'all inspire me uh, right now as I'm headed to Fort Bliss and the hotbed of COVID-19. But, um, you know, uh, it was inspiring to hear you guys. So, appreciate that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, and Jessica Solomon, I definitely uh, – Austin, you can come on too. Uh, but Jessica – What's up, guys? You definitely – What's up, man? <laughs> We we really appreciate uh, the service that you have served. Uh, the definitely, definitely. Our country. Uh, we definitely appreciate you because not everybody can do it. I know we did do our jokes, but uh, not everybody can do it. But you yeah. you have and uh, Solomon, you still are, and we really do appreciate you all. So thank you for coming on for the health of it, and thank you also for serving our country. Yeah, thank you, thank you for the invitation. It's been great. Yep, nice meeting y'all. Good deal, good deal. Uh, lastly, before I let y'all go, uh, if you can, please, uh, starting with Jessica, drop your social media. Yep, um, Ninja Jess Clay at, in, on Instagram, Ninja Jess Clay on Facebook. Okay. Solomon? And mine is uh, Solo, so 
uh, underscore S-O-L-O-U-G-U-G-H is my uh, Instagram name. And you can find me on Facebook as Solomon Williams. Good deal. Good deal. Again, guys, thank you all for uh, coming on For the Health of It. I'm your host, Corian Paget, And that's our episode. Happy Independence Day. Happy 4th, guys. Sweet.